Hello and welcome. Today in studio we have Waldo Alexander, a professional musician, a session musician, and uh, violinist for Albina Beach. Thanks so much for joining us, man. It's great to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. So tell us how you got into playing music and why you chose the violin. Well, I, look, I started playing the violin when I was about six and a half years old. Um, so it's quite young. Uh, I can't remember the exact reason. All I know is, is that this, this story that my mom tells is that we were in Stuttgart walking through, walking through the street and apparently I saw a little girl carrying a violin case and I said I really wanted to play. And well, now 31 years later here I am and I'm still doing it. So. Uh, how long have you been a session musician, Walter? As a session musician, I would say probably a bit difficult to tell. I would say probably about between 16 and 18 years. Um, you know, already started sessioning when I was at university. Um, yeah. And what were the challenges involved with that and, and how did you really get started with it in the first place? You know, I think I was quite lucky in a sense because um, being at university and also being a string player, um, often we were roped in as students and as a, as a, as a larger group of players because you're string players to go into the studio by our teachers, you know, people who had connections. So I, my entrance into the session scene was quite, was quite simple in that, in that regard. I had, I had quite a lot of help in that sense because of, you know, various teachers and the connections that you'd already made while you were at university. So what are the key differences between sort of live uh, performance and studio session work? And what are the real challenges Oh, that's a very good question, um, and there, there's, so, there's so many differences. Um, you know, studio work, obviously there's, there's, there's very little room for error. Um, live performance, any, any, you know, I don't really want to call them mistakes, but let's call them mistakes for now. You know, any errors that occur, they're just part of the natural performance. Um, you know, to, to have a flawless performance, I think, can be, can be quite sterile. But um, in terms of a live performance, but in a studio situation, generally the requirement is is that you are note perfect, both in terms of intonation and, of course, in terms of rhythm. Um, yeah. What do you do basically to uh, save time during you know recordings and you going into studio? Well, I think I think the simple answer really would be concentration and focus. Um, you know, look, you you. You have to be you have to be prepared to be in to be in that environment in terms of you know be and be in the correct mindset. Being in a studio is not the same as being on stage, where you're able to let go and you've got a whole lot more freedom. You know, the studio there, the you're there to you're there to perform a very very specific task. You know, the client is paying you to deliver, and of course, what's always at the back of everybody's mind is that you are in the studio and. Studios are expensive environments to be in. So you have three hours to do X amount of tracking and you have to try and try and be done by then. It's very difficult to give advice on that on that on that front, but like I said, you really just have to concentrate and be very, very focused. And be you know, be comfortable with your instrument, whatever it may be. Um, do whatever preparation you feel needs to be done beforehand. Um, there's never anything wrong with calling up the client beforehand and saying, if you have charts for me, I'd like to do some preparation. 
and you do a couple of hours of, of extra work at home so that when, once you get into the studio, you can deliver the best performance possible. Because it's also not just about the client, it's also about your own satisfaction to you. Because once, once those tracks are recorded, that's it, they're there. And if you're not happy with them, they're there for all eternity. What do you think of the minimum requirements of musical um, experience and knowledge to even consider doing session work? Look, I don't think there really is, there really is a, a, a set handbook in terms of what, what level of skill you need to be at. The simple things, know your instrument well. You need to, you know, good intonation, good rhythm. Um, you do need to know how to read music. That's, you can't get away with, without being able to read music, reading music or chord charts, whatever it may be. Um, there are very few studio situations where you'll find yourself in a, in a free improvisatory environment. Um, I think that's, that, is, that is number one. Um, look, you need to also have been playing your instrument for a number of years. You need to be, you need to be solid on stage. You know, you need your, your reading skills need to be outstanding. I think in order to, um, to, to, to enhance your, yourself as a session musician, there are several things that you, that you can focus on. Number one is your sight reading needs to be very, very good. So that means taking out music charts at home of as many different styles of music as possible and just challenging yourself to read through them because often you don't know what you're going to be confronted with when you arrive in the studio. You get a phone call saying, Can you, are you available on this date at such and such a time? And you say yes. And you might be confronted with some really hair-raising parts. Um, so again, like I said in the previous answer, you need to be, you need to be very, very comfortable with yourself and your instrument and in the correct mindset and in order to be there your sight reading needs to be exceptional. Um, you need to, of course, you need a good ear. Um, you need a good solid understanding of arrangement so that you can anticipate what's going to be coming next. Um, because whenever you're surprised in the studio that's, then, that's when, then when the mistakes happen and you have to stop and start again. So it's again part of, the, part of the saving time in the studio. You're talking about seconds, but seconds add up very, very quickly within a three hour session. So how would one go about breaking into session work? You know? it's, a, it's a difficult, difficult question and a difficult environment to just break into. I think to, to make the decision to simply be a session player is not really, I don't know whether it's really possible um, because I mean, I can only really speak for myself. Other people might have had different experiences. But the, again, the way that I entered into the session realm was during the time that I was at university studying. So I had an in through my professors and through various colleagues that I already had. I think that is pretty much the, the, the principal way of entering into a studio or a session environment. Um, is you need you need a connection. You need somebody to to endorse you, endorse your abilities, um, and give you give you one opportunity. And hopefully, that first opportunity you have, you will you will perform. And um, you know, once once your foot is in the door, it's there. It's up to you to 
to make sure that you that you maintain your 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 chops and um, you know your your abilities as a musician from that point on. Are there a lot of opportunities for session musicians in South Africa? Um, <clears throat> yes and no. <clears throat> I think it depends entirely on. Well, it depends on many things actually. Depends on the caliber of musician that you are. Depends on the. Depends on what what music is wanting to be to be recorded. Um, I think there are many opportunities, certainly for for jazz. Um, the Afrikaans session industry is very very big, um, and you know, obviously there's quite a bit of advert work. But that is that normally involves a very small amount of people. Um, you know the the idea of sessioning for you know um, sort of better known artists. Um, and those opportunities are quite rare. There's certainly I'm I'm busy enough in terms of in terms of my session work as a freelancer. Um, I would say on average through the year I probably have about it's difficult can go up to about sixty sessions a year, which is quite a lot. Um, one would one would of course always want to be in the studio every single day, but that's not going to happen. And, and is there any? Standard acceptable rate for session work um, with live and, and studio sessioning. Yeah, no, this is a very very gray area because um, you know the industry isn't unionized, so there aren't any specific industry standards in terms of payments. There are, you know, people have have come up with slightly random figures. I think often it depends on on the on the individual. Um, on both both the client and the artist, um, I have my own rates depending on on the on the situation as well. If I go into a, a studio with a with a full string section, generally, you know the the rates are the rates are set by the client. You're looking, uh, can I give amounts? Or, yeah. um, you know, you're looking probably at about somewhere between twelve hundred and maximum 1500 per three hour session um, for myself as an individual there they have there are quite a few situations where I will go in with a my own violin a viola my electric violin with an octave pedal and I will on the spot compose tracks you know to create a fake full string section in a way which is possible to do in a studio for that I of course charge a whole lot more um, you know, you're looking at about two, five, three per three-hour session, because that involves arrangement. Um, it's not just playing playing music off a, off a page, because generally in those situations there is no printed music. Nothing's been written. The the client or the artist will have possibly an idea of what they would like, and it's up to me to in three hours write a full string section and you know perform and record it you know, for three tracks. So I think, I think that in that case, you're entitled to charge a whole lot more. And, bear, and also bear in mind that, that the client is saving a whole lot of money on arrangement fees, because that's also where, where things become very, very pricey. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit now about Albino Beach. Um, so how did you get uh, involved with these guys? Well, most of the, the band members I've known for a number of years, they're, they're, they're pals of mine. Um, and they've been pestering me for a while to come and join them. Um, with various other commitments that I had, it, it became a bit difficult. 
I had one rehearsal with them last year, um, but I've only really been playing with them properly since February this year. Um, they, they were very, very enthusiastic about having me on board, and I, of course, jumped at the opportunity because it gives me it gives me a chance to further my 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 improv skills and develop my ear to continue developing my ear, plus to pay, play with all of my pedals and my electric violin. So it was it was a no-brainer. I had to say yes. Um, you know, they're all such such accomplished musicians. Um, the wonderful wonderful thing about about them is is that they are not they are not full-time musicians. Um, they're not they're not hampered by. by <laughs> I don't know whether I should actually say this. Um, <clears throat> they're not they're they're not hindered by um, by a formal. Um, by formal training, really, um, which provides you with a totally different level of freedom uh, within the music. And I, of course, just had to be a part of that, and it's a real privilege to be playing with them. Nice. And um, how would you describe your role in Albino Beach and how it adds to the overall sound of the band? Well, my role is, is still being developed. Um, you know, there's certain certain elements that have, have become a little more concrete. You know, bear in mind, I've, you know, there's only a certain amount of rehearsals and gigs that I've played with these guys. Um, thankfully, there is a lot of there is a lot of space and freedom within within the music. Um, my role really is is in a nutshell, it's more to it's more to to add texture, um, and of course, you know, occasionally there's a there's there's a spot where I where it's my time to shine, you know, um, but it is a it is a very very um, dense musical environment to be in, so you have to be very sensitive to what's going on around you. you know, the lead instruments in that in that group essentially are the guitars and the bass. Um, they feature heaviest, um, and my role I really think is to is to contribute. The, the the best textures and colors that I possibly can to enhance what the, what the rest of the guys are doing you know it's you're playing in a group of people it's never never really about you as an individual um, it's about the collective effort as as the, going back to the band as Albino Beach I, I probably don't want to get too mired down in, in genre talk but how would you see yourselves as uh, as as what genre you are and would you say you're post rock at all or you know generally. Um, and I'm just going by, by the, the the few press releases that we've had. Generally, it's referred to as 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 progressive and and acid rock. But um, if you if you would want to define the genre, you would need somebody with a little more knowledge of that kind of music. Um, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a contributor, and I I don't really, you know, when I'm in those kinds of situations as a musician, I'm not really too fussed about what the particular how, how you how you categorize this music for me it's really about how do I just do the best job possible so how was Oppie copy this year for you guys for the band I think it was fantastic um, I mean I I was I was thrilled with the, with the performance I I had the I thought that was the best I had ever played with Albino Beach um, that's just for me personally and the rest of the guys were also very very happy I mean the sound on the stage was fantastic and there was just a great energy, both on stage and from the from the audience. And you know, when you've got those those two things, something generally just clicks, and you latch onto one another, and you just you kind of you let go, and you just go for it. And that's that's what happened. And it was a super slick performance. 
So yeah, we're going to just finish up now. Do you have any real final advice for musicians looking to get into session music? Look, um, aside, okay, obviously, you know, the, the, the sort of the headmaster style stuff, practice your instrument, you know. Um, challenge yourself, be adventurous, don't limit yourself to just one style of music. I mean, obviously, if you, if you are focusing as a performer on one particular style, great. You know, if it's working for you, fantastic. Um, but, you know, there is a whole wealth of music and musical styles out there, and they're, they're there to be explored. You know, nobody should deter you from, from, from being curious. So be curious, be adventurous, um, and be, be confident. Um, and also, once, once you have a foot in the door and you feel comfortable, don't, um, don't lower your standards. Don't allow people to push you around because there's a lot of that going on um, in terms of just, you know, simple treatment and, of course, fees. Um, we're musicians, we're freelancers. In <laughs> part, we're all about money. Um, yeah, and... You know, never, never lose sight of the of the main goal. It's never, it's never really just about you. It's always about the music first and foremost. That is the most important thing. Excellent, man. And ask for some ruthless self promotion. How can people get hold of you if they want to book you for a session? If they want to book me for a session, um, they can either call me or email me, um, or you can find me on Facebook. Well, Facebook is Waldo Luke Alexander. It's L U C. Um, you're welcome to send me a message there. My email address is wherebwaldo at gmail.com. Um, it's just the letter B, not B-E. Um, my phone number is 082 Thanks so much to everyone for tuning in and a special thanks to Waldo for taking the time to be here today. We hope you found this useful if you're considering session work and until next time, be awesome and keep supporting local music.